Welcome to Growth Mindset with Mame and Kwame. If growth is what you desire, then welcome to the family. Our conversations are designed to help you overcome self-limiting beliefs, become more empowered while navigating the journey of life. And now to today's episode. Hi everyone. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We hope you're all doing well. Kwame and I are also fine. It's just that we are a bit tired after a long week. Are you? I am. I'm, I'm not. St- I'm still tired. You're not? No. You you always have energy. That's yeah. the strange thing about Kwame. It's like he's always high on some things. Anyways, how has your week been since you're not tired? By the way, this week was Momo uh, Festival, right? Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, we didn't go. I think you're becoming like me. I'm affecting you with my introversion. So we didn't go anywhere. We're I just wanted here. to. They sent us a whole brochure with activities lined up. I saw some artists that were coming. So there was this big Swedish artist who was going to come that I really like. And I saw it. I wrote it down that, oh, on this day we'll go. But I think it was like a Thursday. Like, why will I go out there on a Thursday and go back to work on Friday? So, yeah, we didn't go. You should have taken your your leave during um, that time. Why would I plan my life around Malmo Festival? Why not? I don't even like plenty people. Anyways, one on of Friday my... I wanted to go though, but nah, really? after eating Friday and some pork, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I nah. remember. You were like, Oh, so there's this artist coming or something, and you wanted to go, and I'm like, Nah, if you want to go, you can go alone. Media, I, I just wanted to experience the whole thing. I, didn't, I wasn't going to go to the concert, mm. I just wanted the food. The food, yeah. yeah. So I think the mistake that I made was eating dinner before going, yeah. yeah. But me, the way I was tired, even if they were going to give me free food, like I won't go. I should have gone there <laughs> eating the stuff and then taking pictures, sending to you, and see whether or not that will lure you to come. Nah, fri- nothing beats Friday, yeah. just so you know. So it's not gonna work anyway, yeah. Anyway, but one of my friends was telling me from work that it was even just like a food festival, so. He was like, you're not missing anything. Don't go. Mm, nice food. <laughs> I know, right? During From the week, I went past there briefly. And I told you, wow. What like a Indian, smell. Mexican. Aroma. Yeah. yeah. You know I like meat. So, yeah. I know. But, yeah, that's what old age does. You just become lazy. Stay home. Eat, sleep. Friday, Talk. you just want to watch Netflix and go and sleep. Yeah. Anyways. We hope you're all doing well, guys. And, uh... We hope you also had interesting weeks, uh, just like us. Yeah. So, Kwame, what are we discussing today? So, we are discussing why wisdom does not always come with age. And mm. emphasis is on does not. Okay. So, we are not saying that anyone who is of age mm-hmm. or is old is unwise. Mm. No. Indeed, I know, and I'm sure you also know, and our listeners also know a lot of people who are um, old and they go to seek their wise counsel all the time. So mm-hmm. I think recently we even visited a couple friend in Lund mm-hmm. um, during the midsummer celebration mm-hmm. and they are in their late 70s. 70s yeah. I think the man is almost 80 now. That's He's weird. probably 80, yeah. It's weird for me to say we went to visit our couple friend. Who are 80. Yeah. Why, Why is that? Yeah. Mami, we even, we even, we even <laughs> visit 90 year old. So the 80 cried here is not anything. Mama is the one always luring me to 
these people yeah i I don't know but i just love being in the company of old people Mm. yeah and they they also like me too from 50s onwards yeah Mm. Yeah, you you learn a lot of things from There's them. There's never a dull moment with them, though. Yeah, it's always interesting. And you know me, everything I'm doing, I want to have learned something from it. So I don't want to just go and talk about, like, Marmo Festival. What would I learn from that, you know? I want to go and glean your... <laughs> why are you laughing, Kwame? I want to glean your life experience. Like, I don't want to encounter the thing before I learn from it. I want to learn from it from a distance. Like, on young Kwabaji you said, she and also you. Exactly. So, I want to see so that I can actually fetch the water and sit by the side and watch. But I remember recently we were having a conversation with one of them and then they were mm. telling us how they survived through life without mm. the internet during yeah. their era. Yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting. Yeah, and they're always struggling with like gadgets. They're like, so this WhatsApp, like, how do you do yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, so yeah, yeah we visited them mm-hmm. and um, during one of our interactions, mommy quiz the husband mm. as to what exactly their success have been with their uh, marriage because what has been the contributing factor yeah yeah so they had been married for i think 50 years mm-hmm. and they visited the hotel that they went to on their wedding night, night yeah. yeah 50 so they, years ago 50 years the ago, hotel is still in it's existence still there. so yeah. when they actually went there they showed the hotel staff the pictures from their wedding night and they were so like happy to have them over and everything. So for and us, they were given VIP. Yeah, they gave them VIP that. treatments and wine and stuff mm. because you know they were back after fifty yeah. years. And for us, that was really interesting, like seeing that you guys have been together for fifty years. Seeing the pictures it was so nice because how they look now versus how they looked fifty years ago. I'm A like, oh my god, changes. it makes me know that yeah. I'm going to change so much, you know, in the coming years. But then we always like to talk to them because we can glean their experience. So I ask them so what has been like uh, the secrets to you guys being together for 50 years because we see how they still interact with each other there's still a lot of love there's still a lot of a lot of respect and we can see they've grown really fond of each other so i asked them that and and then the husband then said that the first one is you should not put your needs above that of your spouse or Mm -hmm. partner and then the second one is that you should always communicate regardless whether mm-hmm. tempers are high or not. Mm-hmm. You should be matured enough mm-hmm. to be able to communicate. Mm-hmm. And that was really interesting. Yeah. So that's what I meant earlier by saying that we all know um, folks who are old, mm-hmm. but of, of course they have wisdom as well. Mm-hmm. And the same way we know people like that. That's the same way we, we equally know. We know that have nothing in their heads. <laughs> nothing in their heads. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in in Akando, say the head is just sitting on the neck. Tibongoso, <laughs> nothing is inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the same way we know people like that. Unfortunately, the wise ones do not speak out a lot, mm-hmm. so it has given the uh, mm-hmm. room to the unwise one to be trumpeting their views all over on social media in our place of work, um, in our communities, and what have you. Mm -hmm. I think it was Nelson Mandela who once said that um, fools multiply when wise people or men, women, are silent, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. So, it's important that if you're out there and you know you are wise enough, you have wisdom, Mm -hmm. you share some of these things with people for Mm -hmm. them to learn 
uh, from, and most importantly, for it to help them better their own lives. Mm. So it we, just reminds me of the saying that empty barrels make the, yeah, I mean, the most noise. Exactly. I mean, if you look yeah. at our internet right now, mm. that's it. Like mm. empty barrels are all over. Yeah. You know. Mm. So it's important that you are able to decipher and see through this um, noise mm-hmm. to be able to get mm-hmm. the um, um, better or intelligent one out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just like you were saying that. Uh, we know some old folks who have wisdom and we try to always glean their experience and learn from their experiences. It's also important for us to note that wisdom may not necessarily be universal for some people. Mm. Some may have wisdom based on their experiences of some aspects of life. So there might be some people who are like really wise, have a lot of experience, and so they know a lot when it comes to their work or some are also very knowledgeable and have a lot of wisdom when it comes to maybe um, marriage. But when it comes to like career, they don't have any wisdom to give you in that aspect. So we also need to know that when we are interacting with people, we are able to see what can I benefit from this person and what can I benefit from the other person and not take the wrong advice from the wrong person. And there are people you know? who are also very well-rounded. They know everything. Yeah, I consider of- myself like that. <laughs> <laughs> You may disagree with me, but yeah, that's how I feel. It's called introspection. I know. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. well-rounded knowledge. Yeah, so exactly. there, are, there are people like that. Like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Mommy is like that, yes. Yeah, so like that, mommy. Oh. Are you okay now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, like, the thing is, even if you don't say it, I know. So. Mm, I hear you. So there are people like that. So for me, it will be um, very much um, good. Mm-hmm. For you to be able to get someone like that in your corner yeah. who is all rounded, than mm-hmm. to go and then seek, you know, wisdom from a lot of places, mm-hmm. it will be like your issue will be all over. Yeah. And in terms of career, is this? Mm-hmm. In terms of relationship, is that? Mm-hmm. Marriage, is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, bringing up your kids, is that? Is that it will be that your issue will be all over. So mm-hmm. it's important that you get one person like that in your corner mm-hmm. that you can discuss, you know, everything with. If yeah. you don't have people like that, you can just keep us close. Yeah, because we are going to talk about everything anyways. Yeah, you might pick up one or two things. Shall I bring that talking drum so that I'll be hitting it? Exactly. (laughs) Boy, you in some run. (laughs) Okay, so now let's delve deep into the conversation. Okay. Do you think that age comes with wisdom? Yeah, I, I think age sometimes mm. come with wisdom of course it would be totally ridiculous for me to say that no, no it would be like yeah. what example did he give earlier yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it'd be like no i don't follow yeah. what's coming yeah. Yeah. yeah but yes i think that sometimes age comes with um wisdom mm-hmm. of course one thing that age comes with is experience mm-hmm. okay we all go through life you know with our own fair share of experiences mm-hmm. but Within these experiences, I believe we should be able to learn out of it. Mm-hmm. And learning from your experiences, exposures, that's what comes with wisdom. Mm-hmm. So we will realize that in our lives or in the lives of others, you'd see that there's someone that you know way back mm-hmm. and how they used to speak, how they used to interact with others. Conducts themselves. Conducts themselves. Everything is the same. Everything is still the same. Nothing has changed. For me, that's not wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wisdom comes with you learning from your own experiences mm-hmm. in order to either better your life and most importantly, try to, um, I said, extend that to 
you know, other people by also pointing them out to what to do and what not to do. So Mm. that is wisdom for for me. Mm. So age will only come with wisdom Mm. if you are able to learn from From your experiences. experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying that there are some people that we know or we've known for years and they are still the same. They talk the same. They do the, the same old things. And that's because a lot more times we get really comfortable in mm. doing like repetitive and monotonous stuff mm. that are unchanging. Mm. So we always like to stick to the things we know and keep to them mm. because that's what we are like comfortable with. Yeah. So we stick to these old patterns. And when we do that, it becomes increasingly hard for us to gain wisdom because the things that are, you know, we are going through in our lives, we don't learn anything from them. Mm. Actually, we are not learning new things as well. It's what we know and that's all we stick to. And then when it's like that, you don't gain any wisdom out of that. Yeah. And also talking about experiences and not learning from them. There are some people that might have experienced doing things one particular way. And so they have wisdom when it comes to that aspect. But other people might have experienced a lot more things, you know. So, for example, you and I are very curious people. We like to learn about culture, religion, um, faith for other people, other faiths that, you know, may exist, people's sexuality, people's beliefs. We like to learn about all these things. Mm. And then that gives us like a wider perspective, you know, like we were also saying, we like to glean other people's experiences. We like to ask people, so how has this been for you? So how was life back then, like maybe in the 1960s? And then they tell us about how life was. And also observe a lot. Yeah. Even though we don't ask sometimes, you also sit back to observe. Observe, yeah. yeah. That was one thing that one of my friends said that I'm always in a conversation space. I'm always quiet, listening. Because I want to see, you know, and observe people's mannerism. And especially when you find yourself outside of your culture, like for us who live outside of our home country, it's very important that you observe things so that you can learn, you know how to conduct yourself in certain situations. You're not quick to jump into conclusions. Yeah, and then goof. Yeah. And then now you don't know how to come out of it, you know. So it's it's very important that... Not only goof, but of course... You look so unintelligent. Yeah, and, and exhibit and una- your... accepting yeah, of other people's, yeah. you know, belief system, which mm-hmm. is very, very bad in the society or system like this, where mm-hmm. you are not um, still in your home country if you traveled elsewhere. Yeah, because yeah. you need time to learn the culture and the nuances of how people interact and everything, you know. So we spend time to get to gain perspective on every, almost every subject that can exist we watch youtube videos when it comes to music we even want to learn listen to podcasts and all that trying to learn but there are some people who are fixated on one thing and that's the only thing that they know so in that sense i could say that even though we are young we can have knowledge or can have wisdom than someone who is older who has been doing just one thing all their lives you know so for me this is where i will say that age does not necessarily come with wisdom I would say having depth and broad experiences is what comes with, you know, wisdom. So someone might be old. The fact that they've experienced maybe a lot of things in their lives, did not learn from it, may not be as wise as maybe those you and I who might be younger than such a person. But we have experienced other things, learned from it. We're curious enough because we wanted to build on our intelligence and our um, knowledge when it comes to some things. So we have gained more wisdom than some other person. Unfortunately, in our society back home in Ghana, um, one common thing that the 
older folks would say is that necessarily mm-hmm. you're soft. If you are older than someone, you think that they can't bring anything to, to the, the table, table. No. and that's really, really unfortunate. Yeah. You know, and I've heard that countless times. My, myself, I hear it all the time, and when I hear it. It gets me so mad. I think we said this in the previous episode. It's one of the things that I really cannot tolerate. Like when someone says something like that to me, like, oh, Naseusa. I find it so disrespectful because I may actually have something to say that could benefit you, but you will not listen, you know, because I know, I know someone who was having some troubles, having some problems. And I tried to give, of course, they asked for my opinion. I was trying to give it. And then now they were like, Usa, you know, I'm older than you, so why do you think that you could comment on this? And I also know one, will I say she's a friend? There was this girl I knew who genuinely needed some advice. I gave her and she wasn't going to take it. And now I look at her life and I'm like, maybe it would have done you some good if you actually listened to what I had to say. That's because for me, I kind of sense that that's because we are very, very arrogant mm-hmm. in our ways. Mm-hmm. So even if things are not going well for us, we'll not get off our high horses mm. to be able to um, understand that this person is succeeding in this regard. Mm-hmm. So we reflect and say that, you know what, let me have this conversation or discussion with this person, regardless of their age. I've had people who are older than me come to me mm-hmm. and seek my perspective advice with regards to um, how do you call it? Maybe their career, mm-hmm. uh, maybe their marriage, mm-hmm. maybe how they are um, raising their kids, even though I don't have kids myself. Yeah. That's the same way I've also gone to people that I am older than mm-hmm. to ask, what exactly are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I have this trouble with this. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. A clear example is you. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm older than you are. Yeah. But I come to you and say, Sometimes Mame. I feel like I'm older than you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> but sometimes I come to you and say, Mommy, I'm, I'm having trouble with this. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Mommy, this is what I'm doing. And I, I think previous episode as well, I've also shared that your perspective means a lot to me because I know you think in a very broad way. Mm-hmm. So whatever input you give to me would work well for me mm-hmm. based on where you're coming mm-hmm. from, you know. So I also come to you to glean your perspective about things. But a lot more times, I think we just don't want to get come off our high horses. Mm-hmm. We think because we are old, we are better off than um, whatever someone who is younger than us has to offer. Yeah? I think for me, it just all boils to not being open to experience new things, you know. Because you remember recently, we were having a conversation with your dad. And we're telling him how, oh, in Sweden, this is how some like couples relate to each other when it comes to like household duties. The man could be the one doing the laundry or washing the dishes. And he was so surprised, mm. you know. That's because of his experience um, in life. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the culture in which he lives and the, and, fact the era. That, and the fact that he's not open. I mean, daddy-in-law, this one day, I have to say it. You are not open. He's coming for you. He's not. He's I'll not. I'll send op- this episode to him. <laughs> At this point, I think I want to change my example <laughs> because no, but seriously, he's he's not open. You yeah, know? I, and and sometimes that becomes problematic because I feel like we have to be open to listen to other people's experiences and see. Okay, and and the fact that you're open to it doesn't mean you accept it. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The fact oh, yeah. that we are saying this is how it's done in Sweden or this is how we do things, maybe, and the people we've interacted with in China, this is how they relate to their parents and stuff like that. We don't have to necessarily agree to it. I just it. want to know. Just to know. 
so that you can have perspective yeah. to understand why people do something you yeah. know yeah and for me i feel like that is the beginning of wisdom being open to understand oh okay so this is why you do this i see and or maybe like in sweden they always go like the teenagers rebel against the parents and for me i've always been curious like i want to know why that's the issue because in our country if you do that that's how they kill you <laughs> your mother will slap the hell out of you you know but like i want to understand why is that the case why do the kids behave that way and that's from what i've noticed is because maybe when they were younger they've never really had that communication so now that i feel like i'm adult why do you want to tell me what to do that kind of thing so for me that is like getting perspective getting to understand people being open enough asking questions listening to them and go like oh okay and also reflecting on what has been said like trying to find the Inside, deeper meaning yeah. into it you know so for example why the teenagers are rebelling against their parents i got to understand that actually there are some underlying communication problems you know and there's something that i always say that if i come to you for example for an advice mm. and you give that to me mm. i don't take it on the surface value mm-hmm. i see where exactly i can put or fit that into my own personal life mm-hmm. and that is what you're saying about trying to have um the deeper meaning, meaning trying to get the deeper meaning about things, things. Yeah. You know I mean? so yeah you are listening to this podcast but it's important for you to situate that into your own personal life and see how best that one would relate to you personally mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And even when things happen, like when there are events like happening in your life or situations, circumstances, you don't just take it on a surface value, you know? So, for example, when it comes to your family, one thing we've noticed, of course, my father-in-law, I think you should say this example so that he doesn't feel like his daughter-in-law is bashing him, please. What did you say again? <laughs> <laughs> Repeat that again. What did you say again? So when it comes to like your family, mm-hmm. like your your dad mm-hmm. having a lot of women and mm-hmm. having kids with them, and your uncles were the same, mm-hmm. all having kids with multiple women. Mm-hmm. You know, you see some of these things, mm-hmm. and for you, you don't just take it as, uh, you know, some people will cause this as a family kiss, and that would have probably reoccurred in your life. I just wanted you to say so that if I send the episode to him. <laughs> I think for me, you know me, and uh, one thing that I do well is reflecting on things. I do that very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I reflect on my own life. I equally reflect on the life of others and see what exactly I can benefit, you know, um, or learn from it. Mm-hmm. So um, just like you rightly said, um, I come from a family where we're not united mm. you know uh, my, my dad had kate elsewhere mm-hmm. before he met my mother mm. and after subsequently he went he continued on to, to yeah have yeah. kate you know elsewhere as well okay that's it and there was no unity in the household as i said and there was no love mm-hmm. there was no togetherness mm-hmm. so for me um i realized that that impeded a lot of things in my yeah. life it made things very, very difficult as well for me whilst I, mean, I was growing up. Because not having like a present dad at home because he he knew he had other kids with other women. Yeah. He had to be present in every other kid's life, which means that there were times where he was away for months, yeah. you know, yeah. and not seeing you at all. And, yeah. and as a child, of course, you want to have your dad around and, you know, glean their... Yeah, you feel like they love you. Having them present at home alone is something, but you so, didn't yeah, have that. I didn't. I didn't have that. So for me, I, I, I remember the initial stages where we met. I was telling you that 
um, if I'm serious about someone, mm-hmm. I really want to give them my all. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel my presence mm-hmm. in their life. That's the first one. The second one is also for my spouse, my partner, to feel that I'm really, really in love with them. Mm-hmm. You want them to feel I want that them to love. feel that love. Okay. That's because I realized that my mother didn't have that. And it was mm-hmm. difficult for her as well. Even mm-hmm. as much as she, she didn't share that with me, mm-hmm. I knew... It was really difficult. She was always projecting a strong front. That's because he, she wanted me to feel safe. Mm-hmm. So that's why she was doing whatever she was doing. Okay. So that's the first one. The fact that if I'm with someone, I need to let them feel that I am in love with them mm-hmm. through my accent or inaction. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that was really, really important to me, mm-hmm. I didn't want to re- repeat that cycle mm-hmm. in my life or in my family where there are multiple spouses or partners and kids kids and all that so for me i said to myself when i was growing up that the family that i would have Mm -hmm. should also be the family where i have my kids Mm -hmm. i'm not going elsewhere Mm -hmm. so and i it it used to sound funny but i used to say that even if i get divorced it means i'm not going to give birth Mm -hmm. that's it for me about birth. if the first uh, woman Mm -hmm. that i am with and I give birth with the woman and it doesn't work out and I move on. No more kids. Mm-hmm. I want to just have kids by one woman and that's it. Mm-hmm. So that I can give all my attention to that, that you know, family. family. Yeah. And so I look at my family, my extended family, my, from my paternal side. And then I realize that my dad's siblings had a lot of um, spouses and kids. Indeed, one of them have, have had to, like, um, unfortunately, he passed on. But he had up to, like, 11 kids mm-hmm. with multiple, women. you know, women. And it was quite problematic mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And looking at this as well, I said that there's no way I want this cycle to repeat. Mm-hmm. It should end and it must end with me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my step-siblings also have been on that same trajectory. Mm-hmm. So they've also given birth out of wedlock mm-hmm. or with multiple partners. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want it to for, for myself. So whether whether so whether it's a family case or what have you, I don't care. Mm-hmm. What I know is that I'm the final architect. Mm-hmm. So I can decide whether this can continue mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. So that's when I decided to end this mm-hmm. with me. So currently I was also lucky enough to meet someone who believes that Kate needs to be planned for. Mm-hmm. You don't just give, yeah, you know, um, yeah. bed, but you need to plan for your kid. So mm-hmm. uh, I think because of what I was looking out for, mm-hmm. I was able to also meet you with mm-hmm. the same value system mm-hmm. and then we've been able to, you know, proceed thereafter. But and when and it comes to... This is where you, you see that there has been wisdom. Oh, yeah, for the me. The fact it's... that you saw other people's experiences, events in other people's lives, and you have learned from that you didn't have to wait for it to happen to no. you, you know. You didn't no. have to wait for that to happen to you for you to go like, okay, I've learned from this and I don't want to. And in it. your case, it might not be the fact that maybe you have a lot of step siblings. Mm-hmm. In your case, it might be that in your family, nobody has ever been to the university. Yeah. Nobody has even proceeded to do their masters. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you could say to yourself that you know what I want this cycle to mm-hmm. end with me. Exactly. I will need to do whatever it takes in order to you know, get to wherever I get to. And for me, that is being reflective and knowing that this is how life was in my parents' life. 
my sibling's life, but I would want to change the narrative when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that is, you know, the path to uh, getting wisdom. When you're able to do that, engage in that reflection and uh, be able to see other people's perspectives and uh, study events in people's lives and make decisions for yourself. And then, yeah. And I feel like that is also when you're able to um, get out of maybe being in the center of everything. Because you know there's some people that feel like everything happens around them. For example, your dad not being around you, that felt like maybe it's because he doesn't love me and this and that, put yourself in the middle of everything. But you're able to reflect and see that it's because he has kids elsewhere. That's why he has to be there. And it's not just because of me. And because of that, I don't want to do this. And that is what leads to gaining wisdom, you know. It's also very important that reflecting on ourselves and uh, what is happening in our circumstances and in our situation it's also very important that we are not subjective yeah because sometimes we tend to look at things from one angle look at things through our own experiences through our um, lens and judge people based on what we believe and for me i think the issue about subjectivity boils down to two things when mm-hmm. it comes to us mm-hmm. people like you and i mm-hmm. it boils down to two things one is religion and mm-hmm. two is tradition yeah. these two things for me it has really impeded a lot of growth mm-hmm. in our lives and of course when it comes to the development of our nation yeah it's either this is how things are done in terms of religion or tradition and then that's that and the third thing is selfishness people are very selfish yeah but a lot more times it is based on tradition and religion and all that you Mm -hmm. know so i'll give you an example so recently i spoke to a friend of mine he's very very religious he's a christian goes to church prays i mean a lot of times i believe so yeah and so he contacted me post-covid and said that things were difficult i understand that because ghana was um, some way Mm -hmm. so then um he was asking me whether i could help him and as at that point I wasn't financially sound myself to mm-hmm. give you any financial help. But I asked, would you want to move out of the country to pursue your studies abroad? At least I have extensive knowledge in terms of that. So I could point to you out to what exactly to do. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, sure. He gave me a lot of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to do that and all that. And when we're having the discussion, then he brought the subject of marriage. And I told him that he should take his time. Marriage will come when it needs to come. You need to put certain things in place before you take that leap of faith to marry. And it's like, yeah, but he has some pressure here and there. I'm like, yeah, I understand. But you need to be able to take a firm decision and say that it is my life. And this is how I want to you know, go about things. So we ended the conversation. I um, got some website for him to go and browse through schools and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I told him that, um, even if push comes to show, I'll pay for his admission um, fee. fee, you know, so that he doesn't have to worry about that as the well. Money. Yeah, the money and stuff like that. Um, I think I was waiting for his response, whether he's identified or found um, a school mm-hmm. that he wants to go to, and mm-hmm. we see how we work through it. Mm-hmm. Now, waiting for his response, I was there once, and then um, I think it was just a couple of weeks ago that yeah. he sent you. A message, His wedding invitation. yeah, and it was a like wedding invitation. And the first thing I told Mame was, "This is what religion does to us." So mm-hmm. I know he's actively involved in the church, mm-hmm. and so far as you are with a lady, mm-hmm. it means that 
you need to get married. Get married. Yeah, because they don't want you to sin. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to do that. Mm-hmm. But what happens to life after marriage? Mm-hmm. This is someone who does not have a job. Mm-hmm. This is someone who is not stable for me mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. Okay, to be able to take certain decisions. We know that in our community, in our society too, after marriage comes kids. Yeah. As we are here, I mean, the number of times that people have asked us, so uh, when when is the kids, you know, coming? Where are the kids coming? Where are the kids coming? I mean, I cannot count the number of yeah. times. You just put them in their place and then move mm-hmm. on because that is what is expected. But it's important that as a parent, you lay certain foundation before you take that decision of mm-hmm. having it in my, in my own Opinion. Uh, opinion. I know someone might disagree, but that's you. That's your life. If mm-hmm. I mean it's working well for you, you want to do that. Fantastic. I mean, fantastic. Yeah. But in my opinion, that's it. So when that happened to him, I told you right away that this is where the cycle will never end, mm-hmm. because I went to uni with him. Mm-hmm. I know the struggles. I know the family he's coming from. Mm-hmm. He, just like mine, mm-hmm. he's no well to do. I used to. I mean, remember the conversation we used to have back home in school mm-hmm. where uh, we say that, you know, we need to put certain things in place in order to be able to achieve certain things in life. Mm-hmm. So if you'd want to go on this path, then it means that things might be very, very difficult for you. Mm-hmm. So that is what I mean by religion, mm-hmm. making us very, very subjective. So you cannot think that, okay, you know what, since I am in a relationship with this lady, then it means that because of the church, mm-hmm. I need to yeah, get do married, this, do this. Because this is what the Bible says, I have to do this and exactly. do that. And, and do this. I mean, when, when you are not ready, ready, you still feel like it has to be done this way. And for way. me, that is not wise enough. Yeah, Look at your circumstance. Look at your situation. And I mean, take decisions based on that. Mm-hmm. Don't go and be in a hurry because you go and seek counsel from someone somewhere who says or thinks that uh, it is important that you get married because you are with this lady. We are seeing whatever is happening in order to just save the face of the church. That's mm-hmm. why you are doing that. Mm-hmm. Else, I mean, what's the point? Do mm-hmm. you get what I mean? Before there's courtship before marriage. Mm-hmm. So even if you've courted for four years, five years, so far as we are not. Financial stable. stable. And even with that, when it comes to the marriage, you could maybe because you you love each other, you don't have the funds and everything, but you decide let's just do some small ceremony just to, you know, legalize our relationship, take your time with kids and everything. But this is where tradition comes in. Where tradition also impedes our um, seeking of knowledge and all that. It keeps us in this, you know, state where it's like our brains are so small. We don't grow because of what tradition expects of us. There are some other people who also feel like because you have gotten married, we need to start having kids. And yeah, because that's how we do it. No, that is for me, that's not a mark of wisdom. For example, when my brother wanted to get married, he had this lady. He had known her for years and all that. And you know, in our culture, what we do is they have to make a list for the man and his family to bring some items to ask for the, uh, the lady's hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. They made this ridiculous list. They wanted like 20 pieces of GTP cloth for the lady, 10 pieces of Lisco, uh, a laptop and all that. And she was like, looking at our current situation, my husband-to-be cannot buy all these things for me. So she approached the family and said, no, you guys cannot ask for all these things. He can't afford it, you know? And also the things you are taking, you are taking them for me. 
when we get married, we can buy them over time. It's yeah. not like he has to present all these things just to be worthy to marry me. So she went, approached the family and told them that they can't do this. And why are you trying to sack him away or something? So this was you standing up against this tradition that is expected of you in some way. Another issue could also be like in when it comes to marriage. Men are expected to do this. Women are expected to do this. And people take these things like really seriously. And that is how they end up messing up their marriages. One of the ridiculous ones that I heard recently was that um, it's only a poor man Mm -hmm. who helps their spouse in their kitchen or Mm -hmm. wash or do laundry. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what you mean by that. Like yeah. we are neck deep in our tradition or I mean our religion so much so that we are not open yeah. to other things that could make our lives very meaningful. Mm-hmm. We will not be open to that. No. So long as this is what our culture says, this is what our tradition is, then we are going to stick to those things. So this is where I'll say that sometimes religion and tradition puts a lot of people into their lizard brains <laughs> where yeah that's so true that where they only stick to doing small tiny things they don't think outside of the box they stick to the things they know the things that apply because this is what our religion says this is what culture says and they stick to those things and that is not wisdom it's not wisdom enough no it's not wisdom when you decide to maybe you've experienced things but you're not going to utilize it you're not going to learn from it that's not wisdom so you might be old, you might be growing in terms of age, but you don't have any wisdom because you're stuck to your lizard brain. <laughs> yeah. People are coming for you, mommy. No, but that's the <laughs> truth. Seriously, we all have to be curious enough. And this is where I also say that the fact that if you are old, you're not actively seeking to learn. You're not actively seeking for information. You are experiencing things and you're not learning from it. Then you are not wise. And talking about learning... Or experiencing things mm-hmm. today because of the fact that we live in the internet world mm-hmm. you don't need to travel far mm-hmm. to learn anything so you yeah. don't need to move from Ghana to Sweden or Ghana to US or Ghana to I mean Nigeria or Ghana to Angola Ghana to South Africa to learn certain things mm-hmm. today because of the internet you can read stuff mm-hmm. you can listen to podcasts mm-hmm. you can watch YouTube videos and see people's like perspective recently one of the videos that I watched that was really intriguing for me was um, someone who did a YouTube video on why you shouldn't have a plan B mm-hmm. and I've always been an advocate for plan B mm-hmm. and so listening to him gave me a lot of perspective as well mm-hmm. yeah of course it's not like I'm going to castigate whatever you're saying but i just want to why is it that others don't want to have a plan b Mm -hmm. why should someone say okay you know what this is what i want to stick to a master work then that's it Mm -hmm. you know so i was watching videos on that and it was really you know interesting Interesting. for me yeah Yeah. of course i i see why i need to um learn from and i learn from it I know, I know very well too that in our society, sometimes we hold some views about people from like some ethnic groups and some uh, maybe religious backgrounds. Be curious, like ask them questions. So why do you guys do this thing? Like, and when you see them, be observant enough. Like when I was growing up, my family, they had certain views about this ethnic group. I'm not going to be specific. My ethnic group actually. Yeah. And today but, look at you. <laughs> so in love, I know, right? 
but like they used to say things about you know that ethnic group and all that but when i went to boarding school in uh, senior high that's when i got to experience people from that ethnic group and i kept an open mind even my school daughter i know was from that ethnic group you know i had good friends from that ethnic group and i realized everything i was told was not true so this is where you have to be open like especially in the face where it is not right be open don't be too fixated on this is what I believe, this is what I stand for. Are we too, and and to my ethnic group, we are there. No, but it's not everything that my parents said that was true. In fact, everything they said was not true. You know? Yeah, so you just keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Don't just take things on the surface value. Don't be too quick to judge. You know, like we're saying, don't be too subjective. Don't look at things only from your perspective. Keep an open mind. When you meet people, give everybody the benefits of the doubt until they actually prove otherwise. I always say that I used to think like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until I moved to Sweden. And I said in previous episode that um for me for example i'm a christian yes mm-hmm. um i believe in god yes mm-hmm. but i've been allowed to practice my faith mm-hmm. nobody has ever knocked on my door to say or question or quiz me as to why you are uh, praying why or why you, are, you believe in this in this yeah. and all that nobody has done that so if someone also believes in something else i should be accommodating yeah. enough do you get what i mean mm-hmm. and i also said that in school as well I mean, when we're doing our masters, you have thought about perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why they normally say that there's no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. So far as you're able to argue out your, your viewpoint, point. that's it. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And this is why we should also learn to tolerate different political views. Oh, yeah. You know, someone belongs to the NDC, someone belongs to the NPP. DPP, I don't agree with you, and you don't agree with and me. All that. But we live like a. In a um, harmonious harmonious way, like we don't have to fight. I don't have to insult you on social media. People who do that are not wise people. Oh, yeah. Someone who just come and bash you for what you've said on social media. That's not a wise person. You need to learn to to uh, uh, um, for me we need to learn intelligence and we need to learn to have an intellectual conversation. Conversation where we learn from each other. That's it. And talking about learning, of course, that's why we keep on repeating this fiasco because if other government is in power mm-hmm. and the previous previous government is in opposition mm-hmm. of course the party in opposition should be able to learn from whatever is happening yeah and so vice you versa. come and don't repeat some exactly. of these mistakes like we don't do if that. we apply these things in our individual lives why should we not be able to do this when it comes to like politics or nation building? That's because why we are not like that. We, why can't we That's do that? That's because we are so subjective. Yeah, and very like we stick to what we know. And, and we it. very monotonous, repetitive, repeating the same old mistakes and nobody learns from anything. And this is not wisdom. This is why our government is failing us. This is why our politicians are failing us. They may have their intellects, they may have the analytical mind, but they do not have wisdom. And unfortunately, that's the truth. Oh, yeah. They might be offended because they think they are old, but they don't have wisdom. Oh, yeah. In I their mean, individual a, lives, a, a clear the same. example of how wisdom does not come with age mm. is in our leadership. Yeah. It's a clear example. Mm. Okay. So, political leadership yeah, is what you mean. But even in certain, you know, there are times that you see an opinion leader saying mm. certain things that you would 
sit back and go like no and no. opinion leader cannot speak that way yeah. you know I mean? so it's not only even in government mm-hmm. even in our own homes yeah. there are times that our parents exhibit yeah. this yeah, yeah. kind of yeah, stuff that's so true okay yeah. so it's not even... they always say this about african parents they know this and that's what they stick to they don't even understand why you want to do something else they don't agree with you making your decisions and sticking to it they feel like they need to come in and tell you everything to do how many times when you have, feel like they are wrong how many times has our parents giving us the leeway yeah. to advise them based yeah. on whatever is happening. Like you want to life. advise your parents. Yeah, like you know, like there are things <laughs> that you parents. There are things that you've ex- there are things that you've experienced and things that they haven't. They won't listen. They will not listen. No. They won't. They so won't. yeah and that's it. Yeah, unfortunately that's what it is. Yeah. So I guess in conclusion, we can I all agree that age does not necessarily come with wisdom. Um just like we always update our gadgets this morning um apple is telling me i need to update my ios and it's going to update in the night i always don't wait till the night i'll do it in the afternoon you know just like we always update our gadgets with the newest versions and the softwares and all that we also need to update our thinking we need to learn, like we were saying, be curious, so be open. Deep in our own ways and opinions. It's so sad and so sickening. Mm-hmm. Seriously. We have to be open. Let's learn from people. Let's tolerate other people's opinions. Let's accommodate other people's perspectives. And let's read. Let's read. Read. And that's something we don't do. They, they say this all the time. If you want to hide something from an African, keep it in the book. Because we will not read. Now on the internet too, we don't read. We would rather spend time watching videos on YouTube about somebody getting married and somebody doing Botox. But we will not learn things that can actually bring progress and development to our own lives. That we will not do. So we have to be curious. Let's update ourselves. Let's update our intelligence. Otherwise, our brains are going to become dull and lethargic. And then that's how we end up growing and becoming demented. Because we didn't activate our brains well enough. So, as we know, old age is neither sufficient nor necessary for the development of wisdom. So, the question to ask when it comes to wisdom is not how much time you've spent on earth, but what you chose to do with that time. Mm. Let, let us all choose to do something meaningful, something worthwhile with the time that we have on earth so that we can all build wisdom, pass it on, and together we can all change the world to a better place. And I don't want to belabor at this point, but I just want to say that when you are going through life experience, please learn from it. Mm -hmm. Do not allow things to happen to you twice. Mm -hmm. Not just that. Also observe a lot. Mm -hmm. Whatever is happening in your society, whatever is happening in your family, whatever is happening in your workplace, mm-hmm. whatever is happening in your marriage mm-hmm. and that of others. others, see how best you can learn from that, that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because a lot more times I find it very pathetic where someone comes and complains about a situation and then you're like, What have you done from it? Like, what have you done about, about the situation? And then they're like, yeah, I'm trying to do this and that and that. But no, they, no. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Be very, very curious, as mm-hmm. mommy said. Observe the situation at hand mm-hmm. and see how best you can work around it. And be very proactive. Don't just wait for things to happen and then you learn from it. Best by watching what is happening in other people's lives, 
you don't necessarily have to go through that experience. Kwame and I don't have to be married for 50 years to learn that we have to put each other's needs first and communicate because we've already gleaned it from someone Mm. else. So be proactive, ask (laughs) questions, be curious. And I know my sister normally says, I'm like a wizard because there are times I see things and you're able to yeah i see something happening in someone's life and i'm like this is how it's going to end and it ends like that yeah and recently i think there was a stand that someone also got married and i'm like "Mm, this marriage in some way it's not going to work and then mommy was like hey are you sure i'm like yeah i gave my examples and of Mm -hmm. course it didn't work Mm -hmm. and that is not to say that I am a soothsayer. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that I project doom on people, mm-hmm. but you can you read. Study you the study trend the trend. The pattern. Why can I study that trend and make that um, determination? Mm-hmm. That's because I've seen it somewhere repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. once. I've seen it somewhere repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So I know that if this is happening here, this is what is likely to, to happen. happen. Yeah, you, you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that is what I mean by wisdom. Like. Sometimes you speak to someone, they are like, "Oh, I never thought about that." Yeah, yeah that's because you've not been observant enough. Mm-hmm. If you've been observant over the years, you'd realize that this and that and that. And for me, that is what our religious leaders sometimes have over us. They study the situation, yeah. they have studied the trajectory, and then they see that, "Oh, this is what is going to happen." You said someone once said, "Oh, you are going to travel outside." Of mm-hmm. course, that's because you are ambitious and determined enough. Mm-hmm. An ambitious and lady. And you probably had conversations with my mom. Yeah, yeah. do you get what I mean? Like ambitious lady, you know that that is what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. All the people that we sat in class with at some point in time, we could had, tell. You could those tell that were going to yeah. make it. And it wasn't because we had Some, prophetic no, gifts, you could, but you, you could, could just see, tell from the way that this, this person is, this and, and that's why sometimes if things do not go well for them, you go like, I'm so surprised. Yeah. That's because you saw something. So we all have to be very proactive, very observant, and be willing, be curious to learn, read, research. Very important. And that's how we build wisdom. So we don't have to wait till we are 70 to boast of the things we know, but we can know them even before we turn 30 mm. or 40 or 50. Yeah. Okay. We hope you guys enjoyed the conversation today and learned something. And let us know what you think about what you learned or if there's anything else you'd like to add. You can send it to us on our Instagram page at the growth mindset. And until next time, hey, door. Bye.